Hey, 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 it's resident postie Russell here. Ian, Liam, Georgia, Ellie and Ethan. I have a special delivery for you. Sign here, please. I can now officially announce that you've got mail. And welcome, 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 welcome. It's another edition of the BFE Mailbag. We've yeah. got mail. Mailbag Ooh. 2. Mailbag 2. Mailbag Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Ooh. I love never that gonna, intro so much. I'm never going to tire good. of the intro. Thanks, I kind of wish I could come across that when I was with them. But I think the first one, the, the one we used for the best film ever, the main one, I think I do like it. It's a bit rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is just, if uh, people, if you could see out, so we're just all literally bopping back and forth <laughs> for the beats. <laughs> <laughs> it was very Disney-fied. Uh, anyway, my name's Ian. I'm Liam. I'm Ellie. I'm Ethan. And I'm Georgia. Hey, and it's about that time where we go ahead and we're going to answer some of your questions. I'm going to pass you over to the man with the mailbag. Ooh. Ethan himself, <laughs> uh, back by popular demand. Did a good job on the first one, I thought. Yeah, he did well. Yeah. Here's a little reflections and corrections. Thought Ethan did a really good job on the first one. Yeah, he did good. Oh, so thank he, you. Oh, ref- a reflection. Yeah, like, there a, we go. like correction. A, a mini Ian. A mini, yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. You are there's, there's, <laughs> always two that are a master and an apprentice. <laughs> to be fair, when Ian and I first met, people used to call me mini Ian for a while. Really? really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Maybe I do remember that. I don't know. Yeah. How yeah. weird is that? That's crazy. So here, here we are. So uh, why don't you go ahead and take over, buddy? Cool. So I'm now taking back. It's my control. I've been gone. So uh, we're going to jump into the questions with the first one from, instead of being first, second from On Second Watch Pod, who say, what's a movie you've recently rewatched that is much worse than you remember it being back when you saw it in the day? Oh, that's a good question. I've got a couple that I think people might have. So I'm going to jump to Ian, because I know a couple episodes we've done where he might. I'm trying to think. Um, Yeah. Uh, I am trying to, the one that jumps out recently, and maybe it's just we're fresh off of talking about, we've literally just stopped recording on uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Life of Brian. Um, Liam, I think me, you, and Ellie sat together. It was, actually, it wasn't that recently, mm-hmm. but we watched, uh, we watched Life of Brian. We did, and I yeah. sat there going, I remember this being funnier. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wish this was funnier than, it, than I seem to remember it being. Uh, maybe it's the, when you look back and you go, the overall story is better than that. I mean, the other answer is, uh, sorry, Danger Mackles. Although I gave it eight and a half. But <laughs> I, I did not realize that Empire Strikes Back had this boring middle section where Han <laughs> and Leia do nothing. <laughs> so there we go. I've ripped the band-aid off. The wound is fresh and bleeding for you, buddy. That's me. Um, That's a gaping wound. Yeah. Liam, I don't know. Dangerous Minds. Oh, good shout. Good shout. Dangerous Minds. Mine. I loved that film as a kid, and that really spoke to me. And I watched it this time around and didn't think much to it. No. Sorry, okay. Michelle. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Still love you. Jordan? <laughs> um, Ellie's going to hate me for this one, but I do remember watching Bridget Jones' Diary as a teenager and thinking it was great, and then re-watching it for the pod not that long ago and being like, this is the worst. I hated it. <laughs> I'm trying to think I've watched for like... For like the like round tables and stuff like that, where I would have gone back and rewatched something and gone, oh, I don't really care for this or oh, I don't really care for. Uh, yeah, my one doesn't really surprise me, but um, when we did Princess Diaries on Talking the Mickey, um, obviously rating it with an actual like kind of brain for film reviewing rather than just watching it as a teenage girl. I mean, you're wrong. Needless to say, it didn't didn't quite. <laughs> oh, no, okay. <laughs> 
but that kind of objective look when you yeah. take a look at it, it didn't hold up huh no no i mean i gave it six and a half like it yeah. was still quite uh, we were i think we possibly may have reviewed slightly uh higher on talking to mickey than we do on best film ever i think it's but, um, i think i think yeah you kind of measured against the pantheon of great of great disney films so to speak yeah, yeah. with a little bit of disney magic a little bit sparkle. Disney magic. If, if it pulls on the heartstrings, you generally do okay on talking to Mickey. Uh, Ethan, do you have one for that? It's kind of interesting story. Yeah, one. yeah I'm going to go uh, sort of another talking to Mickey, Brother Bear, because I brought that one to the table. <laughs> being like, oh, I love that film. Oh, it was so good as a child. With that one. <laughs> and then I was like, ah. oh, I'm sorry. It oh, really boy. wasn't what I was expecting again. I did crap all over that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that happens with a lot of my childhood ones, though. So much what about a goofy like, movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I never, I never that rated one. that one very highly. But yeah, I'm trying to stay away from. I mean, the easy one is you know movies that we watched as kids, though, aren't they? Yeah. Because you yeah, go, oh, yeah. I was a kid, and you know, I thought I'm sure, I'm sure there's a bunch of them, but I'm just trying to think of movies that I made a watch the first time, and maybe now for whatever reason, you look back and you go, hmm, Donama, that. Yeah, it's really kind of for the most part. I think I've reached a time where if I'm going back and rewatching a movie, generally it's because I really like it. Yeah, so I'm probably not <laughs> likely to drop it, or it's been for this pod, which generally means I'm indifferent, Indi- or or I haven't haven't seen it. I'm indifferent to it. It's a different view when you're watching it for um for for the pod. But I'm taking notes. Review, yeah. I'm doing research. You could argue that sometimes that gets in the way of my emotional kind of engagement. Yeah, but no, generally, generally, I think the same as it was. Yeah, but though, yeah, I've given my two. So I've I've angered Dan. He's turned off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's downloaded. I'm happy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excellent. So next we've got even the score pod. Who asked? Hey, love even the score. Yeah, they ask what snack that people love to eat during film watching should be thrown into the fires of Mount Doom and banned permanently. What a great question. Brilliant question. It's like a Room 101. I love, yeah, it's like food plus Room 101. Yeah. And if, so basically the question is what snack do you hate the most that, that appears though in, like, like in movies snack. though yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. oh peanuts peanut, peanut m ms oh i love peanuts. oh i love peanuts. oh no nah. i tend to eat peanuts <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, my, i'm a giant hypocrite because my students gave me uh it was very kind of them i'm pointing to this, this little canister where they gave me some tickets uh for like a, a leaving present my major 13s gave me this thing that was uh, two tickets to the, the local big cinema with like you know free combo and so i sat there and just like popcorn that day so i'm like i guess i'll have nachos i think nachos are just a a disaster waiting to happen at a movie (laughs) a they're loud b they're salty so you gotta buy like the extra large drink or else you're gonna suffer see it like nacho you you can't see it's dark so you get nacho cheese and salsa (laughs) because but if you go we'll just get it without well who wants to eat nachos without without salsa (laughs) and the the cheese and you end up and then you have these like sticky fingers you're like i didn't remember to bring a napkin or if i did wear it oh i don't don't." and then you because it's dark you can't manage your chip to like cheese and salsa ratios so it's just like you're like uh, like all i'm doing is skipping by my fingers i'm getting like just fingers full of, of like queso and then it's like oh like four chips at the end and nothing to dip them in this sucks so just from the fact that it's just so difficult to manage them in the dark Plus, all movie snacks should be thrown in anyway because you're always finished them by the time the, the screen pops up. You've eaten them all. Yeah. You've, you've, you've eaten them all in the. Because it's, like, it's like 45. It's like 45 minutes between the the adverts for Coke and like four cars I can't afford, and then you've got like the trailers. One of which is the movie I'm here to watch. Like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm just I'm just kind of done. So that would be my would be nachos. 
For me, it'd be popcorn. I've never liked popcorn. Ooh. Yeah. That is a hot at all. That is the that is the trademark movie snack though, isn't it? I know it is. Yeah. Not yeah. even like the toffee butter kissed one. Oh. Mm. Maybe a push, I could have a few, but other than that. So if you were in the opening scene of Scream, what are you making instead before you watch a scary movie? <laughs> <laughs> I actually enjoy making it. I used to make oh, okay. it years ago because you get the little kernels, didn't you? It's a different one. It's like movie popcorn, like at the theatre. You just to. throw it at the monster person. There's something about it being warm and hot. That you don't like. That I, That's okay. Um, I don't really like it cold. Um, no, I'm moving on that. But I do... Um, I, I like the butter toffee ones, okay. But I'm not really a big popcorn fan. But everybody who seemed to love popcorn really love it. So, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not huge on popcorn. No. Kernel stuck in your teeth, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. So that'd be that for me. Uh, Georgia, did you give your vote yet? No, I love popcorn, so I'm absolutely off that. Uh, warm peanuts. <gasps> no. That must be a British thing. I don't think that gets offered in like so North disgusting. America. Yeah. That's Why so would you disgusting. want a warm peanut? Uh, why would you want a peanut it's true but warm. i love peanuts yeah not warm though <laughs> i'm with you on that one sounds, that sounds, sounds all right you know chestnuts roasting by an open fire i mean that you know warm nuts is kind of a, a thing let's try like, to have a five guys return shall we let's just, let's just let let's let one or two of these go if they were like on a proper roaster i know what georgia means because it's like a really bad light bulb it's always yeah, flickering yeah. and gro- so it's like not even warm it's just like Tepid. Kind, kind of tepid, <laughs> yeah. Not cold, not normal. Yeah, tepid peanut. That's, that, that's a that's a punk rock name. <laughs> what's, the, what's, what's the name of your band, bro? We are Tepid, tepid Peanut, <laughs> and we're here to make you go nuts. Oh. <laughs> uh, that got more than a lukewarm reception. There you go. I'll take that. <laughs> what about you, Ethan? Oh no! It's still Ellie's turn first. Oh. No, didn't Ellie always say peanut? I asked first. Oh yeah, you did. Um, oh, I was going to see, see part of this thing, Ethan. Is you got to be able to maintain <laughs> who's spoken. <laughs> yeah. I'm just here for the ride. Uh, I was going to go uh, nachos as well, but I'm hot dogs. The smell of a hot dog in a enclosed space is one of the worst I've, things. I've never had a hot I'm, dog. I'm gagging either. saying me either. It. No, me it's, either. it's okay. like the 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 fried crispy onions that are in it. I, I think it might just be like a like one of the big chain things, but they always have these awful hot dogs and they oh, just okay. like smell up the room. I saw oh, it uh, when I saw Endgame. Dude walks in with a hot dog uh, right oh. before like the big portal scene. So the entire time, I'm like, wow, these <laughs> characters. I'm thinking this is the worst thing I'm experiencing because I'm just smelling what film was boiled that? hot dog water. What film was that? Endgame. Endgame. I've always wondered how heard of any hot dogs. I, I was it was the small thing independent film. like yeah, I could, <laughs> yeah. independent what these, I would like these unknown characters never heard of them before yeah. what I would like to put in the bin is Ethan's pronunciation of nachos what did he say say it again Ethan nachos no you didn't that time nachos. when Ethan says nacho, nachos and tacos he says nachos and tacos I, I say nachos yeah. I hate no, nachos. What you need to start saying is naco taco. It's not nachos. It's not nachos. It's not macho, macho man. It's macho, macho man. It's nachos, but everyone should just call them naco tacos. Naco tacos. All happy. This is totally If you are out there, if you are, oh, I know who can help us decide this. Carlo. He is my expert for all things Spanish pronunciation. Help me out. Is it nachos 
or is it nachos? I bet you it's nachos. Not shows. It's only nachos if you're trying to make a joke about how it's not yours. <sighs> nacho nacho cheese. <laughs> it's nacho cheese. All right, where are we where, where, where are we heading next? We're heading to the West End because we've got it's a musical Ooh. pod. Danny and Drew asking a couple Ooh. questions with, "What's your least favorite trope in films?" Least favorite. I can jump yeah. on this really quickly. I got one that springs to mind instantly. It's the misheard, uh, overheard conversation. Mm. So, you know, Mighty Ducks, mm. when, you know, Gordon Bombay tells you the coach, because we hate losers, right? And he's being sarcastic. The kids go, you said you hate losers. So we hate you because you think we're just a bunch of losers. And I'm like, oh, it's it's the misheard thing again. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 one of mine. Ooh. I've got one. It's when the um, really obvious, like, gorgeous hollywood a-list actress is made up to look like she hasn't brushed her hair for a month and then like you put glasses on her and then suddenly you take them off and she's like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen are we talking about princess diaries again we are talking about princess diaries but also (laughs) ugly ugly betty as well and like it just happens all the time like that stupid makeover scene like sabrina it's it's in so many things and it's i kind of get it but then it's like if it were actually a teenage girl and that was you know, they had actually given her a makeover and then she looked really lovely and natural as well. Fine. But it's always that stunning woman that you start off with that then they like, they make her ugly to start with. And but, but she never is ugly because she's beautiful. It's just annoying. Anybody else? Because I got a second one. Hey. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. No, okay, so mine's going to be the bit where the evil ex shows up in like a rom-com, says the something to like, you know, the girl or the boy that they're competing with. And delivers some information that then causes the two romantic interests of a conversation where they both think they're talking about, about different else. things, but because they're only using pronouns and they're never actually saying what they actually mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like a proper conversation where you said something for two seconds would clear us all up. But like, is that what you really believe? Well, it's what you really believe. Well, of course it's what I really believe. It's like just say the thing you think you believe yeah, and yeah, none yeah. of this matters. <laughs> this is artificial tension building. Yeah, I do hate that. So I hate that. Yeah. yeah I do. Um mistaken identity oh, okay like when it's when it's like the whole plot of the thing and i'm like really like, so, tw- so 12 night no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not you know. no but lazy lazy mistaken, mistaken identity. identity yeah we're like someone so she's the man <laughs> yeah not a bad shout i don't like it when you get someone who's inexperienced at doing nothing ever and then they come in and they do a montage of building something or a montage of running or whatever. This is a really difficult skill. Let's do a montage and yeah, now you're good at now it. You're be- now you're the best thing at it. <laughs> I'm going to be terrible and choose the third one here. Oh my God. Because this happens in Marvel all the time. We talked about it with Iron Man. We with Man. Oh yeah, it's, the suits and stuff. It's the Iron Man problem where yeah. we see Tony Stark with the montage have to like fight to learn how to use this Iron Man suit. Obadiah Stane gets in it. First time, he knows how to fly. Yeah. <laughs> did, yeah. did he make it? No, no. But he should be better at using it the first time than the man who invented it was. Yeah, absolutely. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. So, or I guess the other thing would be when, when the villain is like the perfect mirror of the hero. Yeah. 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 Lazy yeah. plot holes as well. Ones that you well, could just... <laughs> I don't think lazy plot holes is a trope. I think it's just something that occurs. But they occur a lot. They're not going, what should we do? Let's have a lazy plot hole in this one. (laughs) That's more of a Hollywood trope. Uh, Manic Pixie Dream Girl is another one in like every like indie 
rom-com. The Zoe Deschanel effect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so quirky. My my pillow is a Care Bear, and I bleed gum <laughs> like gummy. So worms. yeah, like so like Zoe Deschanel in yeah. uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Juno in oh, I forget what the movie was called. Um, something. Something. Yeah, today. Um, <laughs> no, but Juno and Juno. Uh, anything where, yeah, that uh, R- R- Ramona, is her name Ramona? In Ramona Scott Pilgrim. Flowers, yeah. In Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just, it's just this idea of it. What was that Ghost World one? Do you remember that? <laughs> what, the one with was half animated, half not? Uh, no. Oh, I can't remember. So well, that's ago. Cool World, I'm thinking of. Yeah, no. Yeah. I think it's called Ghost <laughs> it's World. A good one. No idea. I just see, I just remember seeing a girl in, like, goth. Oh, no, I can't remember. I don't know, yeah. But just the idea where she's just like this, like, super indie, super indie no one thinks like her. I'm yeah. a hipster. Emma Watson's a little bit of that in Ugh. Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah. Yeah. A damaged. A, you think she's it, and then you see the negative side of it, but I don't think it ever mm. escapes the fact that she still is it. So, yeah. Yeah. I've gone off Emma Watson. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No. Years ago. Yeah. It's called Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, no, I love her. Uh, no, I don't love her. There's there's my overused trope. <laughs> Emma Watson. <laughs> no, no, my overused trope is Cameron Diaz. Uh, well, not anymore, Ooh. thankfully. She's no. done. So, yeah. Never mind. Well, you'll lay this next one for actors because uh, Danny and Drew also ask, if you could recast any actor in any film mm. with a wrestler from the past or present, <laughs> who would it be and why? Okay, I think the temptation needs to, well, I guess if you don't know many wrestlers, remember, The Rock is always an option. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of someone a little bit more specific. Uh, anybody with a wrestler? That's a really interesting one. Uh, I'm talking. I'm trying to go through some wrestlers in my head and trying to determine who might go for it. Um, hmm. Ooh, I've got a limited vo- uh, vocabulary of uh, wrestlers. Wrestlers, yeah. I'm going to pass on this question. Oh, yeah? Okay. Um, I want Rey Mysterio as Bane in The Dark Knight Rises because they already have a mask. Oh, well, a little, a little Bane. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he can get up it's and do when like, he breaks his he can, spine. He can say you got a three one nine six one nine. Oh, uh, he, he can go ahead and do like a jumping hurricane rana instead yeah. of like breaking his spine. <laughs> other ways. Uh, oh, hmm. I I've got one. Okay, what do you got? I got Bray Wyatt as the Mad Hatter in Tim Burton's Elf. He'd be good. How good at that would he be? He'd be good. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go... Okay, I, 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 I want a two-piece. Let me think of a second one here. I want... Oh, who's just goofy enough to make this work? Hmm. Oh, I know. China. Okay. In Red Sonja. Don't know it, but it sounds about right. Yeah, because that was... Um, uh, Jones? Grace Jones? In the original? Okay. The Schwarzenegger? I think she would be good in that. Oh, it's hard because they're all so old. <coughs> I really want to find someone else to put, but I will go John Cena. Oh, the worst. I will go 21 Jump Street <laughs> in Channing Tatum's role. I think he'd be great as, the, as like the meathead. Yeah. Uh, so I'm yeah. trying to think of someone to do the Jonah Hill role, but it's really quite difficult. Um, hmm. You also have the Miz in that role as well. What, as, as the meathead? Yeah. Yeah, the hard part is it's a double act. So I guess I'll keep him with Jonah Hill, yeah, I suppose, yeah. if I had to. But those would be all right. Um, at least my brain was like, I could, there were like at least four that I can't go with because now they're like actual actors. Because I was like, oh, Dave Batista. No, he's like an actual actor now. Yeah. 
I think George's. I think George's got the best pick so far with Bray Wyatt as the Mad Hatter. I just hmm. want to see um, Big E in something as well because I feel like he's he's just great. Uh, Santa Claus the movie, Mick Foley. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll go with that. That's I just want cool. to find ways to put Mick Foley in the stuff. Yeah, he's great. Absolutely, <laughs> he's an absolute life hero. He just is. Undertaker in Nightmare on Elm Street. <sighs> Can I have Samoa Joe as Santa Claus in something? As Samoa well? Joe as Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, hear me out. Hulk Hogan, Brother Bear. <laughs> okay, the live action Brother Bear we didn't yeah, need or just want. So he can be like. I'm Brother Bear. Brother. Well, that's the okay. only joke. Well, about, I'm done. Goodbye, about, everyone. What about Hulk Hogan in a Rocky movie? <laughs> is, he, is he the antagonist? He's been in he it already. He, he, he did that role. Yeah. CM Punk as um, Johnny Utah in Point Break. Ooh. And then, okay, let me give you that. And let me think of someone who I could cast as Swayze. Seth Rollins yep. as Swayze. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's his oh, name? Oh, Bret Hart. Oh, Bret Hart. I love Bret Hart. He's not that charismatic. No? No, he's not. Oh, I wish. Yeah. I wish. Ah, oh, shame. Is it, is, am I thinking of Shawn Michaels? I think I'm thinking of Shawn. And then I'm like. I think I'm thinking of Shawn Michaels, <laughs> but I need to check something. Hang on. No, I'm not. Who's the one with the orange hair? The orange hair. The sticky uppy orange hair that I say looks like Beaker. Oh, Seamus. Seamus. Seamus as Beaker. As the Beaker. <laughs> All the other Muppets are Muppets. Seamus <laughs> as Beaker. <laughs> I'll send a picture out to Ellie at some point so she knows who the heck we're talking about with this. Uh, yeah, so, that, hey, I appreciate those questions. Thanks a lot, guys. I'd like to see Ultimate Warrior. Well, you won't now, but you won't in, now. A, in a movie. I think he's done a couple of movies. I doubt, they're, I doubt they're very good. Uh, can I? Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and put this in here. Uh, so... Uh, Ethan, I think that's the, the whole crew, I think. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Russell the Posty. Uh, hey, 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 Mr. Mr. Postman. Postman. His first question is, have you ever met any famous person or celebrity? I have. I have. Uh, I'll start because it really segues nicely off the wrestling one. I met the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, outside of a church in Phoenix, Arizona. That's, that's so cool. cool. He was, I was like, I saw some guy sign on the Bible. I'm like, who the heck signs a Bible? And I looked, I'm like... <laughs> Ted DiBiase. I just happened to have a camera on me, you know, and I went to the guy who was getting the Bible said, I'm like, here, this, take a picture. I said, a picture? Uh, it was a great shot of me and me and Ted DiBiase. Uh, so that was, a, that, that was a cool one. I really enjoyed that. I think for me, the most recent in the last few years would be Tilda Swinton. What? Yeah? yeah. You haven't heard this? No. I've not told you this. Oh, okay. No. So she was doing a film in our local area at the Majestic mm. Cinema, of all things. Ooh. And uh, they had an open call casting thing. And because I was in Kings Lynn, I thought I'd go along and um, put your headshot in and blah, blah, blah. And they get back to you. They got back to me. And I went in and uh, you get cast in, you know, as an extra. I walk into the cinema. I'm walking up these steps. I see these dogs in the cinema. And I'm like, this is a bit weird. And there's a lady standing in front of me. And I'm just assuming she's part of the extras or people that are in the film. I look straight in her eye and I go, hi, yeah, hey, you're right. She gives me a look up and down and goes, yeah, you? I was like, yeah, grabbed her hand, shook it. And I went, enjoy the film. And I looked in her eyes and I went, oh, shit. <laughs> That's Tilda Swinton. <laughs> she is the, the most white witch herself. Beautiful woman you'd ever seen in real life. Those I eyes, really, really Swinton. delicate. I would imagine, oh, but graceful. She. Is, Which film was it? Uh, I don't know. If, Souvenir two. 
I'm not oh. sure it's out yet mm. because the souvenir was coming out as this was being filmed and oh, then the okay. pandemic hit. So I don't know if it's out, out yet. I'm hoping they're going to screen it at the cinema because the That'd seat, be cool, yeah. It'd make sense. That seat, would make sense. That yeah. would be great, wouldn't it? Because the seat I sat in in the cinema, I want to watch it on screen. Oh, that's clever. In the same seat. <laughs> I'm sure if you spoke to them, they'd reserve it for you. I'm sure they yeah. would. But yeah, Tilda Swinton, one of my all-time favourites. I'm trying to think of any. I met Jacqueline Wilson when I was a child. Is that the author? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm classing... Sean Passard as a as a celebrity. We've Sean Passard on. We've we all Sean kind of met Sean Passard. Yeah. yeah. Um, I met and Jace Lahi and Jace Lahi. I met uh, Jamie Lynn Beatty last week, which was amazing. Which for people who are a fan of either theatre or Starkid in general know that she's really really cool. I don't want to be surprised. Now, these are all virtual meetings. They are virtual meetings. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've had many real meetings though. I'm yeah, not, I hear you. Met any celebrities? Um, I can't think of any. Ellie. Best I can do is I once sung in front of Stephen Fry's parents. So no, <laughs> I've met Stephen Fry. <laughs> I'm going to go after. Same. Hit. I'm going to have yeah. to go ahead and claim, oh, guys, and and, and and definitely claim this one. Uh, obviously, I'm at uh, Bradley Walsh. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah. Which, oh, yeah. which, which in the UK, I mean, uh, he hosts a, uh, a a big national quiz show over here called The Chase. Uh, he also was on Doctor Who for, for quite a run himself as well. Yeah, yeah. and so he's kind of like, I mean, imagine if like Alex Trebek or Pat Sajak, one of a long time running. It was that kind of an idea, like going on a national quiz show. I guess it'd be more like uh, Alex Trebek from Jeopardy. Uh, but yeah, it would, be, it would be like like that. And he was he was just the nicest, and and, and of course the the chaser. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and Haggerty, I met her as well. That's cool. And they're both fans of mine, and I was fans of theirs. They were just really lovely people. So that's nice when that happens. Oh, I'll tell you who I did meet when I was a child David Prowse. Oh, you've shared this in the pod. Oh, yeah. yeah. The guy who was Darth Vader in the suit. Oh, technically, I met. I didn't know who he was and didn't did care you for him. Winkler? Winkler. Yeah. 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 Didn't hey, know who he was. Hey. The Fonz. Yeah, but I did, hey. did technically, I was technically in the same room as him. Yeah. I've got two. Okay. Uh, I met, uh, Georgia will know who this is, uh, Tom Scar. He used to go, he's oh, a YouTuber. Yes. who Tom Scar. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever seen like ASDF movie or anything like that, he went to my college and uh, a couple of years ago he came in to do a presentation about like uh, YouTube and all that kind of stuff. So we got to meet him afterwards and like take some photos and he signed some stuff. And uh, four days ago, I met Dynamo, or saw Dynamo, really. That's cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I stepped out a, a taxi cab to get to the play that goes wrong, and we walked to the queue. My girlfriend was like, that's Dynamo. And we just sort of looked, and he was like, yeah, it's me. Nodded, and we just went on our way. <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, Teddy Canadians, I met George Strombolopoulos when I was at the Eaton Center in Toronto when the elevator doors opened, and he was right there in my face. George Strombolopoulos at the time was Canada's premier VJ. Video disc nope. jockey, so he would work for like oh, okay. uh, he presenter on VH1 or something like that. Oh, but he was the, okay. So he was yeah, like, but yeah, it was called yeah. Much Music. Uh, he's now big, uh, uh, decently big. He had a show for all in the states as well. Um, but he's kind of my generation sort of voice, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, I met Ron Jeremy. <laughs> The wow. porn star. Yeah. Really? <laughs> he nice. Came, he came into the lecture on the merits of porn pornography when I was at university. And I was like, oh, but university is the kind of things that you should be going to and stuff like this. Like, you know, kind of out there. So he was opposite some woman. They were debating the, the relative merits of it. And then afterwards, you got to kind of just go ahead and say, hey, 
I wasn't familiar with his work, but no. it was. <laughs> but I was familiar with his stuff because by that point he'd become like like a B list celebrity and was appearing on like the Real World Celebrity Edition yeah, and yeah. things like that. So I knew him from his outside of porn stuff. <laughs> Don't worry, none of the stuff's coming to best film ever anytime soon. <laughs> but no, so that was that was kind of a, a, a weird one to go like, man, the different lives that we must be leading. And I don't think I would trade with you because that just seems, oh, that just seems like a, a lot. Uh, well, a, a lot and B, just a really um, hard time. Th- think of the, the number of damaged people he's probably come across in this time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's like yeah, yeah, there's some people who and some guys I imagine would be like, oh, it must be a great job. And I'm just like, there's a lot of hurting people in a lot of bad ways that he's probably been exposed to. Pun not intended. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, it must be very desensitizing as well. Yeah, that too. I mean, yeah. So it wasn't. But it was interesting to hear him talk about why he thinks what he does has purpose. Oh, okay. And then hear someone argue the opposite and go, where is the, where is the truth? I'm always up for kind of an avant garde kind of discussion and debate. So yeah, yeah. I'll tell you who else I met was I came. I was working at HMV at the time. Humph, humph, <laughs> and I just finished work. We we're about to lock up and close up. Walked out of the door, and who stands in front of me? Toya Wilcox. Who's that? She's a pop singer from the eighties. Oh, she. Who I absolutely. She was like um, what Cindy Lauper was over in America. Oh really? She was that over okay. here. Yeah, she was always changing the color of her hair and all that sort of stuff. And I absolutely <laughs> love Toya Wilcox. And I went Toya. She went, hello. I was like, oh my God. Because I just couldn't believe. I just walked out of Humph. Yeah. <laughs> and there she was. And she was performing at the, the Corn Exchange, the local Corn Exchange. So there we go. Uh, we've all met a variety of people, um, none of which can compete with uh, Stephen Fry's parents. <laughs> <laughs> but, but nonetheless, uh, yeah. I ran with Ian Botham when I was a kid. Oh, I know him. Yeah. Yeah. He did a run from wherever across the country. And he came across the top of my road. And I ran from my top of my road to Clench Wharton. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and then I had to walk back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. So, our next one from Ross the Posty is, oh. what's your first movie you remember going to see in the cinema? Oh, oh. Have, we, have we answered this at some point? I, I thought we did. This one, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and start off. I, I know, uh, I'm going oh, to give two. I'm going to give my first kids movie that I remember going to see in the cinema. And my first movie that was supposed to be more like an adult movie. Okay. Barely, can, barely. We, uh, can we do that? Okay, yeah. I think so because you know everyone's going to say I'm selling some, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, So my, my my first kid movie in a sense was Santa Claus movie. That's the one that I'm claiming anyway. It's all kind of I nebulous in my head. Love that. But film. I remember my dad taking me to see that, so I'm going to claim that one. Uh, that was in Barry Simmons. Uh, I remember then my first sort of adult, also in Barry Simmons though, but it was like a movie aimed at a general audience, although pretty kid centric or adjacent. Three Men and a Baby. Oh, good film. Yes, it was all right. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I must have been about nine when I went and saw that. That's good a, times. That's a fun little film. I, yeah. My first film, I think I remember, was Return to Oz, which I... Oh, terrible. Yeah, we hate. have to... Oh, no. I know we've talked, had this question before, because I remember film. this. Yeah. I remember that. But talking of adult movie... Not Ron Jeremy adult movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Mind you, Batman does return. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Batman Returns. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I, okay. I pleaded and begged my dad to go see it. And bearing in mind, I was probably, what, 12? Yeah. And I don't think Bat- I was really old enough. No, but Batman Returns is guilty of definitely marketing. Because like, they marketed like McDonald's for their stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like it was this movie that kids shouldn't really go see because it was dark. But I loved it. Yeah. And also, like, Catwoman's costume is oh. like a gimp suit. Michelle As a kid, though, I didn't. I didn't clue into no, that. No, I, I had no idea. No. Or but the fact that PVC. I couldn't figure out why I thought she was that attractive. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> but I'm just going. What's the big deal? I was like, Dan DeVito's cool. 
<laughs> just just moment number one, Liam, where you were attracted towards the bad girl, and I was just going, hey, look, dude looks like a penguin. <laughs> ba, ba, da, dude looks like a penguin. <laughs> um, yeah, my first film I remember seeing um, is Finding Nemo. The first film I can remember seeing as, uh, like, didn't go with, like, adults type one is about time oh, oh it's a little film that yeah. Is, yeah i remember sobbing so much yeah uh it's it's just it's, 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 it's big movies that have a huge plot hole yeah about time never ever ever go back in time for these reasons well maybe just this once <laughs> <laughs> i raised through my hands up at the theater and went, what all movie long i've been dealing with this uh, ellie um, my first one as a kid was Bugs Life, um, and I can't, I couldn't tell you what the first one I went to see, like with friends, was. Oh, okay. I have literally no idea. I don't have that strong memories of the cinema. Like I struggle to remember some films, let alone who I went with and when I went. <laughs> so these year-end re- re- review things should be excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good job I keep excellent notes, isn't it? Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so we've all learned if we can somehow hack into. Ellie's notes. We can change her opinion on these films. There we are. She will go. <laughs> we can change Star Wars. Princess Bride is the greatest <laughs> film I've ever seen. I gave, I gave it. I gave it all these extras. Beside this year. it. Rouge. What, what is that film? <laughs> uh, Ethan. Uh, my first one, ironically, I said was uh, was Brother Bear as like as a kid. That was the first one. The first, I'm going to say, serious because of how dark it was was when I was five and saw uh, Revenge of the Sith. Because as a kid in the cinema. Uh, yeah, wow. yeah, I saw it. At, I saw it midnight on on release night, um, and as a four or five year old, I witnessed child murder on a level I never thought I'd see. Well, it's inferential, though, isn't it? You just see the lightsaber and it cuts away. Did you really pick up on what it was? They literally say I saw him killing younglings, like a scene later. Wow! And you see their corpses. And I was we like, do we see that? We see a bunch of we see a bunch of kids sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking forever naps. Yeah. Uh, Our next question is from uh, this guy I've never heard of. Uh, He's called uh, Ian from Best Film Ever. What? Uh, Never heard of this one. What have I done? Uh, I don't remember. No, he says, uh, if we were the Hamilton peeps, who would we all be? (laughs) I don't don't know how this came up. Someone was talking about Hamilton, and I thought I'd redirect it. I must be replying to something. We're going to have to cast Liam afterwards, because he's never seen it. Never seen it. So, Georgia? Oh. Can I be? Can I be? A Not what you want to be. Who should you be? Oh, I want to be David Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> and why? You can't just cast yourself. You've got a reason why. That makes sense of the. Not just I want to sing their songs. That's not what the question is. No, no, no. no, oh. no, no. Uh, probably Eliza. Because if we were, not if we were in the show, if we were the people. Yeah, no. If we were the people, I would probably be Eliza. To be fair, okay. I think because I'm the. I'm not. I don't usually stand out. I'm a middle child. I am this, that, and the other. It makes sense. Um, At least not Peggy. I'm not Peggy. No, I think I probably am Eliza. All right. Ellie? Um, I guess I'm probably Angelica because I ain't giving my dream man away. Okay. <laughs> I thought she kind of does, doesn't she? She does, yeah. Yeah. But, no. You well, s- yeah, you, she said, does. you said I'm Angelica because I yeah, ain't giving my dream. Yeah, but her whole point about it is that Eliza would just give him up. But I suppose they both do. I don't know. There we go. But George is already Eliza, so I'll be angelic. There you go. Uh, I'm Ethan. Why don't we go with you? Uh, 
Oh, this is really not... I'm going to go Hamilton for the fact that neither of us know when to shut up when giving an opinion. <laughs> Talk less. Yeah, my, my Twitter feed would, would be very, very Hamilton. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be Aaron Burr, that's for damn sure. No. Um, I would not wait. <laughs> the part where I always have to speak my mind and the part where I always speak with what I believe to be the truth, mm. and it's out of the goodness of my intentions, is Hamilton ask, but my natural inclination is to say Jefferson. Because I think I'm an agitator. Mm. Yeah. Again, for what I think is the right purpose, but I think I see an alpha, and rather than shy away, I square up. Yeah. And go, I'm willing to throw down and go toe to toe with you, in in the in the, in the respectful way. Mm. But I'm willing to take you on as your adversary. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm not really because um, I think people naturally gravitate towards Hamilton. I don't know if that's me. I think I think it's the Jefferson side. Yeah. Yeah. So that's me. I don't know. Now, Liam. Eliza. Liam. <laughs> no idea. Peggy. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Lafayette. No. I think Liam is a good. Philip so- Hamilton. Philip Hamilton. <laughs> I, think, I think Liam is Hercules Mulligan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Hercules Mulligan was a guy who, uh, in, in actuality, laid in wait and was kind of a double agent and played in, uh, he had the British thinking he was on their side, but he kind of comes by, but he does what he believes is right in his heart, but he plays his cards kind of close to his vest. Oh, that's me, yeah. And doesn't go looking for trouble, but when the hero, typical movie, third act, hero needs to come across the border, bam, he's back. Oh, okay. And he's doing the right thing and he's saving the day. So I think I would go with that. I don't know if I'm saving yeah. the day, but, you know, I hold things close to my heart, yeah. Plus, he's, he's really tight with Lafayette, so there we go. But also, he really <laughs> likes to have sex with ladies. But, and they, all, they all do to be fair no, but he, his, his introductory verse is about taking off course oh that's true that's yeah. true although hamilton's is also you know so many women to the flower and this martha washington named her tomcat after him yeah, yeah. but yeah i'd go with I'd go all right with hercules there you go buddy so just some hey. sex appeal in there as well <laughs> oh bless you so nice. there is. thank you and, that and was then who, who was to... that was, was that russell the posty uh was yeah you? that was russell the posty oh it's me <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, it's you! Yeah. Oh, wait, thank me for the excellent question. Hey, I don't know why that came out to me. I have no idea. Uh, next, we've got Carlo. And his question is How many people in real life know you do a movie podcast? Not many. Uh, well, Quite a lot. I shout it to everybody and anyone who wants to listen, even the guys on the street corners, you know, in their cardboard boxes you know, um, to the pizza delivery guy, to work colleagues, everybody knows that I have a podcast. Um, in fact, to a point where I was at work last night and one of the ladies I told months ago um, happened to be talking to another lady about our podcast. Yep. And I just happened to be grabbing stock from a freezer, <laughs> a fridge, sorry, and um, overheard best film ever. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, What? She went, your podcast. I'm explaining it to whoever this lady was. Yeah. And I was like, really? She was like, yeah. She went, it's great. <laughs> so she was getting us more listeners. I was like, fantastic. Cute. Yeah. Uh, when we first started, I think I put a couple of things out in general Facebook stuff and was like, you know, basically doing what we do now, which is asking for opinions. And yeah. I throw it on my Facebook rather than on the Twitter. And then somewhere along the way, I kind of went, look, I think my friends know I've got a podcast for the most part. I've put it out there a couple of times. If it succeeds or if it doesn't, I don't want it to be because I'm badgering my friends. 
And there's nothing if, if people have podcasts and they tell their friends, hey, please, and you continue to say, my podcast is on, listen to me. That's cool. That's cool. But I wanted to see what we could kind of do outside of that potentially. Uh, and I do have some people who know, um, people who I work with. I, I work at a school, so obviously I don't go up there and tell the, te- tell the students, download no, my podcast. No, 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 of course. Because <laughs> yeah. that's, you know, all sorts of things. In general, just ethical. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the yeah. idea that I'm, 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 it wouldn't be right for me to use my position to get more downloads and potentially monetarily gain from it. Yeah. Um, but even if it were, I, I don't, I wouldn't let my colleagues necessarily come to me and trying to sell me their stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of the way I'm about 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 that. But there's a few people. There's I have a, I have a colleague, a couple of friends who definitely listen, and they tell me, "Yeah, I caught I caught this episode or that episode. Really liked what you said about this, or liked what you said about that." Uh, and then throw me some recommendations for things as well, stuff that they've listened to, and I'm like, "Yeah, cool beans." Um, and but as far as people who know, I, I guess my, my circle of friends probably know, but yeah, it's not it's not a huge amount. I don't go nuts on my Facebook about it anymore. Me on social media. No, <laughs> yeah, no. I, uh, no one knows on social media. It's all face to face and talking. So, yeah, no, I don't think I actually know anyone outside of like the immediate group of us that is like my friend or family that actually listens to it, be- because they just don't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't really. It's not something I lead with or anything like that. People in my own life probably feel they've they hear me talk enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty talkative in real life. There are some friends back in Canada who I know listen. I should say that, and I know they're uh, and friends of my sisters because we went that we were at the high school we were a year apart, stuff like that. A uh, little promo, come check out my sister's joining us for best Yay. film ever next week. Steel Magnolias, Woo. but like my sister and some of her friends and our mutual friends because we were like one year after the other in high school, so we did seem to share a, a circle of friends or a friendship group, whatever the term is in this country anyway. Um, so there is that, but yeah, um, Ellie. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I tell quite a lot of people about it. I don't know how many of them actually then go and listen. Um, I do a lot of um, business networking and tend to mention it there quite a lot as well, just as like a little, this is another little thing that I do. Um, so I know I have, have a couple of people from that that listen, but yeah, just tell people if it comes up really. And like you say, if they want to listen to it, they will. If they're not keen, they're not going to listen to loads anyway, because they're long episodes, aren't they? So. Yeah, I mean, we, we do a king-size format. I mean, it's not a small ask. We, we, we get that. Oh, well, I don't push it onto people. No. As soon as it comes on the conversation, they'll yep. go, what do you do yeah. in your spare time? And then I'll sort of say to them about the podcast. But, yep. yeah. Um, Ethan? Uh, my mum knows and, like, some of my friends and family. I, I know I've got a couple of friends who do listen. So, hi, Aiden and Sarah. I miss you guys. Mm-hmm. Um so the, the, Sarah. Yeah. They are really cool. They came down from Scotland to watch Twelfth Night. Are they Night. the ones who saw Twelfth Night? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I met you people. Thank you very much for coming they down to see Twelfth cool. Night. And thank, thank you, you for uh, checking out the pod. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one was uh, when I met my girlfriend's parents. They asked what I do is like a thing, and it was right when we were like launching the t-shirts. And I was like, "Oh well, uh, I do this film podcast." Speaking of which, Ethan, how's yeah. that second set of t-shirts coming? They almost up. Yeah, they'll be ready by the end of, I want to say the end of August, mid-August, because we've just started August. Excellent. Mid-August sounds good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember saying, to I remember it saying I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, there's a window for me to ask this question on the record. <laughs> yeah. He just like searching his head going, uh, quick, give, give him something. <laughs> How quickly can I turn this around? <laughs> it's great because I'm literally staring at my Photoshop file right now on my screen. Excellent. Um, but no, I remember telling uh, telling her parents about that and they're like, 
oh really interesting what do you do and I was like I hope this makes me seem really cool and that's like a really weird thing to bring like when you start a relationship I'm like oh yeah also I do a film podcast I'm I, I'm really cool <laughs> which is which is great those are two sentences that might not naturally go together necessarily but uh, hey, my mum doesn't even understand what a podcast is I, I think there's, there's, there's a massive generational gap there yeah when I talk to Nana who has featured a couple of times in tiny segments oh I miss Nana uh, Nana Socks or whatever we call that yeah, yeah. Um, Nana knows that I go and watch films with my friends um, and because like the first time I sat and watched a film with her for a while was Parasite she likes to just kind of go so do you just talk about it just trying to figure out what what if it make, makes any sense and what it actually means and i'm like yeah that's basically what we do now and she goes so i don't think she realizes that it's recorded in any way shape or form yeah. Yeah. i don't think she realizes that other people listen to it's it just like a book club yeah 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 it's a yeah, like film club that's what she yeah. thinks it is but uh yeah i'll try and get unfortunately because we're now back to like recording and watching on the same day nana often comes around about 4 p.m so i have to, uh, I don't, yeah, don't oh, to bless see you. nana as much i'd say hey nana but she doesn't listen she doesn't listen. No. <laughs> i will pass that on uh, in please. real life please do oh, but i like you, nana you know um nana. you know you said about uh creating this podcast you yes weren't, you weren't sure yeah but you thought someone else has done it so why can't you do yeah. it yeah right same thing happened with uh, lestat yeah the how not to summon it boys yeah, yeah 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 they thought well if we can do it why can't they do it yep. so you know you doing it has inspired them to do it so. hey and you know what it's weird it, it just makes it seem accessible doesn't it yeah that was the big mm. thing for me is was was my friend kara started the podcast and i was like oh if they can do it i'm sure i can do it yeah and just a couple of questions and then just kind of went all right let's buy some kit and figure it out man i think about the, the crappy little mixer i had yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. oh geez to now Oh, much. But that's all part of the growing. Of course, it's, oh, it's part of the growing I, process. I love yeah. all that. I, love I, all I don't that. sit here and go, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed at all because it shows how, how far we've come, how as Matchbox 20 come. would yeah, say. Yeah. Mm. I agree. <laughs> and our final one from Carlo is we, we're, we're, we're doubling down on all of ours today. Uh, I've noticed is, that. Yeah. I got them a nice little order for once uh, this time. And it is, uh, what's your favorite food or meal for each person here? Oh, in general. Chinese. Yeah. Oh, sorry, what did you say, Ali? Chinese. Uh, can you get more specific than just Chinese? Or is there a, is there Chinese a takeaway. I, oh, okay, yes. so I don't order... <laughs> I do not order one thing from a Chinese. Like, yeah. so... Um, so it is like basically the whole freaking menu from the Chinese. Well, so, for instance, uh, I know... I even know, if it's... I know you like a crispy shredded beef. I do. I know you like... I love duck. I know you duck like... Pancakes. I know you like a... Uh, oh, what's it called? Singapore noodle... Whatchamacallit? Oh, those are good. The one where they're really, really, really fine. The vermicelli, vermicelli. ones? Yeah. So, so, Singapore vermicelli. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, oh, they like, are amazing. So I know they're staples of your order, though. So that's all. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they're... The, like, the crispy beef, like, anything that's... Like, so the Singapore noodles and the egg fried rice always say the same, but anything okay. else kind of varies a bit because I like to try new things and also I like so many different ones. So, but even if it's just me, I always order, like, three main dishes. Um, So I, I keep the noodles and the rice the same and then I'll get sort of three different mains combined because I can't just have one one type of chinese main it has to be a variation okay georgia it feels like we should go to you next because i feel you're gonna be somewhat similar in this i mean yeah i'm exactly the same as ellie on that but if not that i really like steak and chips okay proper proper steak just rare rare steak really good nothing good sh- fancy i do like a rare steak yeah. rare steak and chips is just yeah yeah uh Liam? with some fava beans in mine's the classic sunday dinner 
Oh, Sunday roast. Sunday roast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh if that was to be my last meal, I'd be a happy man. There we go. <laughs> um, I like sushi. I love sushi. Mm. Um, you know, um, there's. I, I do I do homemade sushi, and that that will scratch the itch um, as much as is allowable. But if I can actually manage to get out and like, I'm, I'm dying to go back to Canada and just do small, you can eat sushi again because it's just it's there's just it's just the idea of all the options available to you. And it sounds if you haven't had sushi or you you might go, oh, it sounds disgusting. I used to totally think that. I totally used to think that, and then had it and just fell in love. And uh, generally, some sort of salmon based spicy kind of roll with a uh, little pieces of sashimi on the side uh lovely but if i if i couldn't have that it had to be something more like <laughs> it's like you're falling in love with oh, i was i was just trying to these images of like i could see him like salivating butter. yeah you yeah. did uh, but if i had to do something a little bit more homemade maybe instead uh, my sister makes uh, not meant to be a promo for best film ever when uh, she comes and joins her steel magnolias my sister makes a great uh, it's like a christmas eve tradition i believe uh, at her house uh it's 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 a lasagna and a canadian made lasagna which is different from a, from a north american sorry different from a, a british made lasagna uh, and then like a Caesar salad and garlic bread and it's just a fantastic talk about like that means like family that meal means family time as opposed that's soul food as opposed to sushi which is just like me time, <laughs> uh, me time. Ethan I'm going down a soul food route as well I, I love Cajun cuisine uh, Creole stuff uh, my go to if I've got like a free day is is gumbo. It's like a nine oh. hour preparation. I've just started. I've just started making that lately. Yeah. Oh, it is oh, the nicest gumbo. thing. Get oh. some kielbasa, some chicken thigh. Just let yep. it simmer for for nine hours, and it is oh one of the nicest things ever. If I can go to New Orleans at some point and go to Isaac Toop's uh, restaurant, I'll die a happy man. And you know that, what? That soul food is so good. Princess and the Frog hit it. Like, it just needs a little kick of yeah. Tabasco. And then oh. it goes from being kind of yeah. to like, it's all like the flavors so just alive good. everywhere. It's lovely, isn't it? It's, it goes from like a, like a six to like a 10, with just like a splash of Tabasco. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, I'm you, pretty you, sure you, you put celery in it. And I don't like amazing. celery in it, so look at taste. Oh, yeah. It's it's like <laughs> built up of celery, green onion, uh, green, uh, with just, green pepper and yeah. onion. And it's, it's full of like yeah. cheap like veggies that you can just sort of start. Now you can do it without celery if you wanted to, but yeah. like you do that sort of stuff and you balance it out with some with some meat and some uh, eating this kielbasa. I tend to do chorizo, um, but I think it's kind of just there's not really a wrong. I, I tend to do some, some fresh prawns. So yeah, what's that other one mm. you, you cook that I really like? <laughs> you ask us like about one every six podcasts. Chicken paprikash. <laughs> yeah, that, I can't. Even oh, paprikash is oh, good. It's like it. paprika with like ash on the end. Paprikash. Paprikash. Like cash. Give me some cash. Paprikash. There you go. There we are. Something my girlfriend Folks, this is a small recently glimpse. I've fallen in love. This is a small <laughs> glimpse into what teaching Liam Shakespeare was like. <laughs> Joel, uh, I don't know if this. Joel's not right. wrong. He's not wrong. I <laughs> uh, 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 came through Ethan. in the end. You did? <laughs> so, yeah. There's no judgment I, here. No, bless you. John Love Rice is another one that I've really fallen in love with. It's like, uh, it's a, this West African uh, rice dish, which is the nicest thing. It's it's very spicy, but it's, it takes like nine hours and it's so good. How do you spell it? And does uh, everything you cook take nine hours? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Joel, it's like J-O-L-L-O-F, I think. I think. Mm. Mm. Cool. I've never heard and, of it. Yeah, and next we go to Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. And we've got a couple from Dwayne. Uh, his first one is, what franchises do you love 
and what franchises do you just not get or even hate? So is this, for him, is he, this food or? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what food franchises? No, so I imagine him, it's film franchises, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, he loves Harry Potter, but he just doesn't get Godzilla. See, I mean, a franchise is just a movie that you liked or didn't like. They kept they kept making more of. Hmm. So uh, I will say this. I mean, Harry Potter is a difficult one for me to get into. Um, oh, I love it. Especially, oh, I will say TV and film. Oh, TV and film. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I can sort of jump out of that a little bit different then. But I'll just say that for one. Um, for film, it's just this country's so ga- maybe it's because I teach English, and this country's so gaga for Harry Potter, and the number of people who's like, "Well, you appreciate more if you read the books." I'm like, "I don't want to read the books." And they're like, "How dare you not read the books?" I'm like, "I am a grown ass man. <laughs> <laughs> I do not need to read a young adult like based on the first books like an aging reading age of like nine or something like that. Like, I do not need to read Harry Potter to appreciate movies I've already seen. If that needs to occur, the movies ain't good enough, and that's okay." If I don't like the movies, that's okay. And they were all right. They were all right. But it's become this, I don't get the cultish, the cultish obsession with it in this country. Oh, I don't, I don't get that. But because I, I was late to the game. I didn't watch them until about two years ago. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. TV, CSI. I don't get CSI. Oh, CSI in Miami. It's so formula. It's so literally formulaic. I know, I know, I know. Um, and then- It's always the first person you see. And then they're like, oh, no, it couldn't be them. And then by convenience it turns out i guess franchises you like i mean i can't i can't be i gotta say mcu because i've you know i I, I, i've seen them all except for captain marvel it's the one i haven't seen yet i like that and that's just well i'm not trying to avoid it just haven't got around to it yet um i'm trying to think if there's anything else that's really resonating tv wise or something with franchises uh i mean it's 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 a reality show sorry i mean i love survivor so if you're out you know anybody who's in north america they know what survivor is i love survivor and we can't get it over here so you have to come through some sort of extraordinary measures by which to watch survivor you watch the australian one apparently it's just come on netflix so i need to go ahead and watch that <laughs> but jeff probst the host of survivor such a massive part of the appeal of the show so uh, those are mine anyway liam um well the thing is the franchises that i like i like the beginnings of them and then they just tend to tail off i don't really like the fast and the furious franchise I like the first three or four, five, maybe. But then after that, they're getting a bit too silly. Um, probably don't even like five, really, to be honest with you. Probably just the first <laughs> four. Um, I do like the third one, if there's anybody out there who thinks that um, that's a bad film. <laughs> but I quite like it because it's different. And it's got the guy called Caleb in um, American Gothic in it. And okay. I've never seen him in anything else because he's got that really distinct accent, that southern accent. Um <sighs> TV wise, um, Baywatch. I'm watching Baywatch at the moment. Oh, is that a franchise? Yes, there's a few like spinoffs of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, see, I, I, I just have franchise fatigue, so I'm generally like, yeah. I mean, you start doing like spinoffs, I go, yeah. I don't like. I didn't like. I didn't like Bay, Baywatch Hawaii. I didn't like Baywatch Nights. That's where he's a detective, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I didn't like. Oh, actually, I didn't mind the movie. The movie was all right. Okay. Um, but yeah. I'm about series six in now, so yeah. There you go. Some <laughs> fine cinematic writing. <laughs> Georgia? Uh, I'm going to go for franchises I don't like. It's no surprise, but I'm, gonna, I'm going even broader. The DCU. I just I haven't okay. seen a single DC film that I've liked, and I specifically don't like Batman, which doesn't help because I, he is one of their biggest... He's the draw, yeah. He's the draw, and I don't. I just don't like Batman. Um, Maybe she'd mug Keaton Batman and see how you feel. 
I don't even know what those words mean. Michael Keaton was the original film right. Batman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's possible. Or it could be, if, if you don't like the character, if it's also a possibility, you don't like the character. So yeah. do you double down on something so you only, don't... The only versions of the character I like are like spoofs of the character. So it's kind of unlikely that I would like an actual... I'll say this, he's, he's, he's less broody in the... Okay. in the Yeah, he's less... Like the part, he's, he's a bit more the whole, fun. He's a bit more fun in the Michael... Yeah. He's also... He we also, get nuts! Let's get nuts! He also tends it all over the place in a couple of places. Okay, yeah. so yeah, maybe, maybe I'd be more inclined to like that. Well, there we go. Let's hope yet. Yeah, you know, you know <laughs> uh, TV series-wise... That's really difficult because they're not. I don't think that many of them are actually franchises yet, are they? They're still just one series of the same thing, but lots of different series. Yeah, generally, uh, um, reality shows are worse first. The Real Housewives of Dallas, Atlanta, all that nonsense. I mean, I don't really watch any of them, so I don't. Well, really I'll tell you what, Dra- uh, Drag, Race. Drag Race, Drag Race. Yeah, I do you, like Drag you're Race. You're a big fan of Drag Race. I've yeah. not actually seen the last couple of seasons, which makes me a bad person. But I think it kind of dropped off. Because it's Drag Race, Drag Race UK, Drag, drag race, race. Yeah, uh, Drag Race. Thailand, Drag Race, Australia. Spania, Drag yeah. Race, all sorts of things. So yeah, uh, Drag Race Canada, which was good. Was and it? I think you would have really appreciated it because they did history moments and that was hilarious. Oh, there you go. Um, but yeah, so that's probably the one I do How like. funny would that be? Oh no, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'll tell you off Off mic, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, any thoughts on this? Um, I really liked Harry Potter franchise and um, just to pick up on what you said about how uh, we have a bit of a hype about it in this country um, I'm going to a Harry Potter themed ball in September so <laughs> this is my thing yeah. you're a wizard I have a green dress can I come uh, you, I guess you can come if you want to yeah <laughs> it was this combination of like the biggest thing we had meeting the birth of the internet and it just yeah. turned into that thing that's huge. Tumblr, Tumblr destroyed the yeah, hype. I'm, I'm for not that. on Tumblr, so I think I'm better. No, for it. no one is anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one is anymore. Well, there we go. Um, but yeah, I really liked the Game of Thrones um, series. Um, we'll pretend that series eight didn't exist, but um, on the whole, was a big fan of that. Um, not really a franchise yet, though, is it? Is it not? Well, franchise means you have several different iterations, not just one show, but like a series of interconnected shows. A bit like it was supposed Cheers, to be a prequel, Frasier. but the, fin- the, the finale killed it. Yeah. There, now, it will be a franchise because there is still a prequel in development, so it will yeah. still occur, but it's a little okay. bit, unlike some of these other ones at the CSIs, where there are like four of them going on yeah, at the same yeah, time, yeah, yeah. or Law and Order, which TV franchises are hard because it's not too often you have two yeah. shows okay. in the same universe simultaneously occurring. Because even Frasier, Cheers went and then Frasier began, you know yeah. what I mean? I suppose, like, um, Casualty, Holby City. Yeah, these things that are connected, yeah. all intertwined, aren't they? Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, you don't know that, but the, but the listeners might, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So such as... I think, well, it obviously doesn't come as a surprise to anyone that I am not a fan of Star Wars. Um, mm. Not that I've seen the whole uh, whole lot of Saga. them. Saga. Did Ethan on. just make like a chewy sound in reaction to that? <laughs> yeah. Was it like, I don't like Star Wars. I don't know. I'm literally <laughs> buying, a, I'm buying a lightsaber tomorrow, so I'm sad. <laughs> there we go. I've only, I've only seen the first two, as we know, from, from the pod, so... You know, we'll we'll see how that goes. Maybe if I can bring myself to watch any more, review them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I think just in general, like the Marvel stuff, like I don't I don't mind it, and some of them I quite like, but there are quite a few of them that just leave me going like it's just a bit meh, like okay. and I and I forget them. I find them quite forgettable a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about uh, you, Ethan? Um. 
I'm not going to go the obvious route and talk about how much I love Star Wars because that's very apparent. Um, mm-hmm. I love Lord of the Rings. I I never mentioned, but I adore Lord of the Rings, the books and the movies. Um, I don't love The Hobbit that much, but that trilogy, fantastic, and everything that's come from it, good. I'm kind of anticipating the Amazon show, um, a show though that I don't understand, and it's one I used to be a fan of um, until like 2015. The Walking Dead, because that is a show that has got uh, three shows on now. They've got a load of movies coming out, and it's gone on for 10 plus years, and I I just don't understand how it's still on the air, because every episode is, we're walking, there's one zombie, some random guy we've never seen gets bit, and it's kind of sad, and then the end of the season, we go to this big building and we think I, it's okay I, and then it, it explodes me. and we start again well, oh, i hate it, it. we should have never seen it should, oh. <laughs> it's, been it's, out, it's been out for a decade it's been out for a decade spoiler the first spoiler, season spoiler, <laughs> spoiler 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 <laughs> i'll say the first four seasons are good and then they just lose track because yeah it seems to be the consensus <laughs> on the walking dead is it yeah. had it, it it didn't know when to end the second I had a prequel series that then spent too much time existing and then caught up with the current, with the actual original show. I was like, yeah, you're done. You, 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 you've, you've lost it. Okay. So who was that? We have to say thank you to. Uh, that was uh, Dwayne Smith. Thank you, Dwayne Smith. And he's also asked, uh, now that we've been released, do we have any performances that might be coming up at some point in the future? I don't. Yes. I do. Um, I'm doing Sunset Boulevard in Kings Lynn in November. Yes, and, you are. Um, hopefully Pirates of Penzance with the Gilbert and Sullivan Society in Kings Lynn in start of February, which Debbie, friend of the podcast, is directing. Hey, hey. here we go. So uh, I'm I'm going to audition for Greece again. There you go. <laughs> uh, for the Lynn. Don't don't tell him you reduced it to a nine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've played Zuko once. There you go. You know, so if I do get in, I get in. If I don't, I don't. As okay. simple as that. So I'm going to audition for it, but we'll see. But I'll be in January if, if that's nah, the case. I'm taking a bit of a... Uh, hiatus. Hiatus, a bit of a sabbatical. I'm just waiting to, for things I'm really excited about. Uh, Grease ain't it. <laughs> um, no. And when things show up that I'm really excited about, I'll throw my hat in the ring. I really like doing Chicago. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, and I, I, I want to experience that level again, where it's not just about the people. And the people are great. It's part of the reason why I do shows, the people. But I also want to be excited about the about the show itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's good. It's good. Sometimes absence make the heart, the heart grow fonder. And so a little bit of a break isn't the worst for so me. One of, one of the groups is hoping to do Adam's family at some point. So that will be one that I would definitely be going for because yeah. Wednesday is a dream role. But other than that, I've got really nothing. Nothing on the horizon. So there we go. Thank yeah. you, Dwayne. Mm. Uh, and our next one is from Josh from your next favorite movie pod. Uh, hey, best little, month little ever coming over here. Yeah, hey. month of, best month ever with all of us uh, talking about our favorite movies coming up very By soon. By the time that this comes out, I should have mine on. Ooh. Mine on Little Miss Sunshine should be nice. On. Nice. And uh, he asks, what's everyone's favorite Samuel L. Jackson role that isn't a Tarantino film? I haven't seen any Tarantino films, so uh, that that doesn't really make much difference for me. Um, Can I be the person and say Hitman's Bodyguard? <laughs> I thought you would. Yeah. Um, oh, I think I from- you can ask Samuel L. Jackson, what's your favourite social media account? You can go, TikTok, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I really like him in the MCU as well. Um, um, for yeah. me, it's Zeus in... Um, hey, Zeus. The, what's it? Do I, yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Um, Die Hard with a Vengeance, yeah. 
It's good. Very good in that. Uh, I want to give some love briefly out to Jurassic Park, which is very good, and in Deep yeah. Blue Sea, which I do enjoy him in. He's so fun. But, but it's got to be, you know, Mount Olympus, don't mess with me or I'll shove a lightning bolt up your ass, Zeus. Yeah, so that heard, that heard of the vengeance. From, oh. I watched a film many years ago called Jungle Fever, and I'm pretty sure he was in that. Or he plays a drug addict. He probably is, because he does a lot of stuff with Spike Lee, if that's a Spike Lee film, yeah, especially. Spike Lee. Um, I'm going to give an honorable mention to um, 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 Do the Right Thing, where he's really good. My only limit is he doesn't really interact with any other characters. He's kind of off to the side. Yeah. So, but very good. Really enjoy him. Uh, definitely not about snakes or on any plane or being breakable or unbreakable. Those aren't in my list. Oh, um, I was going to say unbreakable. Uh-huh. I, lo- I love him and unbreakable. But uh, Kingsman, he's great in Kingsman. He's so good in Kingsman. I forget he's in Kingsman. Okay. I love Kingsman. Mm. Kingsman? What? He's doing, a Mike, he's doing a Mike Tyson impression? Yeah, he's great. It's you know what I need? I need a hat and a list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, we should no. give him my thin cards. You know what I mean? It's just, oh, it's terrible. I'm going to bite his ear. <laughs> oh, it really is just like, and he, and, 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 I, I know it's not his fault, but the, when the McDonald's comes out, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Oh, no, I love oh, that. Oh, <laughs> uh, So next we've got Paul and Griff who says, uh, what's your favorite video game that you've ever played? Oh, hands down. Yeah. Gun. Gun? Gun. <laughs> is this a video game, or is this just you, like, going out on the town with a gun? No, it's a video game. Wow, okay. It's, um, it was, uh, I played it on the GameCube, actually. My stepson at the time had it, and he was playing along, and I thought, cool, this looked good. This was before um, Red Dead Redemption. Okay. And uh, I went, oh, let's have a go, horseback ride. And he said, that's like um, Grand Theft Auto, but on, on horseback. I okay, like, yeah. Like, oh, cool. So, it, so I'm You play- sure you're not thinking of Red Dead Revolver? I was no. going to say, that sounds like Red Letter of <laughs> It's called Gun, right? God, it's a very basic name for a video game. It's a it's, great it's, game. It's like if they called like a, like a, like a ice hockey game Puck. <laughs> anyway, anyway, right? So he's playing this game, and he plays it for about five minutes. I end up playing this game, and I spent all week, and I completed. And I completed this game. George just found that it's called Gun. I absolutely loved it. Okay. I thought it was amazing. The only game I've ever, ever completed since I was a kid. <laughs> Georgia. I don't really play video games. Not really my thing. Um, I really like Worms. That's a great game. Um, yeah. Just because I like the little one that goes, Incoming! Which is hilarious. Yep. Um, I play a bit of Animal Crossing, but I got really into it for a few weeks, but then I've completely forgotten about it. Uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. I'm going with Mario Kart. <laughs> it's okay. great. Mario Kart's a great game. Ellie? Yeah. Um, well, I think you all need to listen to our episode on An Emperor's New Groove oh, in no. oh, really? uh, <laughs> talking to Mickey because um, I love the Emperor's New Groove video game. and I got myself a copy of this yeah. as well. <laughs> I now have a copy does it work? Have you played it? Like, that I own. Oh, wow. It does, yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> um, but um, no, um, there's there's a really cute little game called Overcooked, which is lots <gasps> of fun. Oh, I love Overcooked. That's good. I enjoy that. That's lots of fun. Um, but I did, I did go through a, a phase in my life where I was playing a lot of World of Warcraft as well, nice. um, which is probably my favourite one that wow. I've played because it's so immersive and it's mm. and it's one of those ones that you just can play forever. So yeah, I guess I, I it very much got me addicted. So shout out to the Sims and Happy Wheels as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, 
Ethan. And what? Happy Wheels. Um, I play a lot of games, so this is really difficult, but the one that I always come back to, it's this uh, little indie game uh, from a couple of years ago called uh, The Outer Wilds, and it is essentially Groundhog Day in space, and uh, it's it's endless, but you have 20 minutes, basically, to try and stop the entire universe imploding as a sun uh, dies and then just disintegrates the world. And it's this really, it's really artistic. The music in it is fantastic. And there's a point where you can just watch this, the sun wither and die and then decimate everything in its way. And, uh, the first time I did that, I'm just sat in space, the music around me. And it's the first time that a video game just made me cry because you just feel so helpless. And, uh, yeah, it just made me sort of feel, see my place in the world. Okay. I'm going to go with, I mean, keep in mind, I like how sports games, so I've played a lot of puck and ball and ball and <laughs> ball. You're just riffing on gun, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so, you know, a lot of a lot of EA Sports titles in general, but the game that I buy EA in sports. every iteration, game. everything I have, every time it comes out, I rebuy it, uh, every platform. Uh, it's Final Fantasy 3 as it was released in North America, Final Fantasy 6 as it was released in um, Japan. Um, most people would go with seven and they're wrong. Um, six is just a beautiful ensemble story. And it was the first time I got to experience a video game as a storytelling medium where the mechanics of gameplay were fun, but also was the story which they enveloped it in. And each down to each of the characters have like their own little musical mo- motif and theme. And the, it, how they made me care about, you know, 15, 20 disparate storylines that all came together as a tapestry. As first time I saw that. And it's just a 16-bit game. And so you don't need the, fl- the flashiest graphics. You just need something which the audience or the, or, or the game player in this case can immerse themselves in. And uh, it does that. So mine is Final Fantasy three. Mm, nice. Uh, our next one is how not to summon it, and I've had to, I've hey. had to change this because Lestat kind of went a bit too overzealous with it. But essentially, it's uh, if you could witness the day in the life of any celebrity, who would it be and why? Isn't there a little bit about like ruining their day? Yeah, yeah, okay. like uh, hop in their shower, yeah. just sort of so watch mess the mess their day up. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. Do I want to do anybody any harm? Celebrities, no. Public figures, maybe. People who make decisions that that hurt people, you know. I don't want to. I don't want to be divisive and name a political figure from any country or anything like that. But other people, yeah, there are. As far as like, I mean, I don't like Cameron Diaz on my movie screen. I don't want to do any harm as a human being. That's just. That's just not who I. I mean, I. I, I, I get this question. It's not necessarily being serious, but at the same breath, I don't really want to. I don't want to prank anybody without their... It just feels to me like... Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Just consider a little bit of schadenfreude. It doesn't have to be, you know, like, death. I want to make Jeff Bezos work in one of his Amazon facilities. <laughs> That's not really... He's not a celebrity, though. I want to make Will Ferrell a watch his movies. Or a politician, yeah, or, really. a yeah. politician <laughs> or a business leader is not a celebrity. I can't just no a celebrity is someone though. who deals. That's that's not the same thing. Adolf Hitler is not a, a dead celebrity. No. He's a dead historical figure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just don't want to mess with him, but I just want to see what George Lucas does because that's a man with like billions of dollars, and the man wears flannel shirts, jeans, and eats salads in a food court mall every day. He either has a very boring life or a really weird one, and I want to know what goes in his head. Yeah, I can't really think of anyone. Me either, right now. 
Yeah, sorry, Lestat. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm just, sorry, I'm just not, I'm just not a. I'm not, I'm not that sort of person. I'm, not, I'm, 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 I'm not a pull a prank on someone when they're unaware kind of guy. I'm really mischievous, but only with the people that I know. Yeah, like, it, it's no, there's no fun in pulling a prank on someone that you don't know. Yeah, sorry, bye. Yeah, sorry. Love you, dude. And our final one, I've saved for last because I think it's a, it's a nice little, an origin almost, and it's from Lindy Ann who says, uh, "What's this group's origin story? How do you all get to know each other? How do you meet? And uh, all your different opinions. How is it? How has it impacted the friendship?" I mean, I don't know. These things kind of have you know um, waves and and whatnot. Um, you know, because we're human beings and we get into disagreements and we get into arguments and we have the opposite of that. Which is, um, uh, we all met through amateur theater, really, as long and short of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, um, the majority of us, I guess, met through, uh, I don't want to, through, through one society. Yeah. Where we were doing a couple of shows, Greece, Greece is, was, yeah. was 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 my entry point to it. That's my first introduction to you. Yeah, yeah, it was. No, yeah. I was the latecomer. And Ellie, was. Ellie, I met doing a show of a different group, yeah. and then eventually they kind of bled over. I think Georgia, Ellie, and I did a show together mm-hmm. on one side, but with the five of us all did Twelfth Night together. We yeah. did. Mm-hmm. So we have all done the same show at the same time at least once. Yeah. Um, which I directed and that got to. You brought us together in. on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so I mean, I think we're about. What was Greece? Um, 2015. Six, six, six years, years ago. So six yeah. years. And yeah. then I did uh, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Valley about two years ago. 2018. So, okay, about three years. Yeah, about three years now. Jeez, wow. So, yeah, so there are those kind of sort of times. And that's really more or less the yours and story and not that everybody who you get into these groups with you develop these sorts of friendships with some people you do and it lasts a while and some people don't know some people it's 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 longer than this and the people around this virtual table are the ones that i've really kind of kicked with a lot i mean there's a couple others but yeah but you know uh these are some of my best friends that i've made throughout that 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 format and i'm grateful Aww. i'm grateful for Aww. it i'm also grateful that each person kind of agreed to start with liam agreed to do this crazy podcasty thing with me because <laughs> i was just like oh, do podcast. <laughs> <laughs> i kind of like the idea of it but i was like total total imposter syndrome and like just just need someone to help give me a kick to sort of get it going and then uh and then it developed sorry i've been talking for a while anybody else want to want to, want to take over with it no you're right i mean we all got together through amateur dramatics didn't we and uh theater yeah. is what the love of theater is what brought us together and theater yeah. is bled into film you know and we talk about films we talk about tv because yeah, these are the conversations we would have after after rehearsal uh, or after yeah. performance uh over at the local social club yeah and so yeah because you know all we do is think about narratives i guess <laughs> uh I'm just trying to look because there were there wasn't ever a question. I know it came across the bow today, Ethan, and I just Ooh. want to make sure that I uh, definitely um, trying to find. Just it. while you're looking for that, I just on a, a more individual origin story. I think out of everyone, me and Ethan have known each other the longest. I want to say I believe. I, I think it's I believe about we met quite a while ten, ago. Yeah, 2010, 2011, because we did the, the juniors version of the, uh, the, the original the group, yeah, uh, yeah. Amdram group. And uh, we did like a, we did like a, a Greece, uh, not Greece, Greece is an ancient Greece. Ancient and then Greece. Uh, yeah, it was like uh, Little Red one. Riding Hood. Oh, yeah, Little no, Red we did Little Red one. and yeah, then yeah. we did, did that. And uh, I think we did that was 2011. Ones. So yeah, we are coming. Yeah, we, are, yeah. we were 10 years deep. Whew. I cannot That's believe weird. I've put up. It's, with gone, it's gone very quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I believe that was, I think that was 2011 or 2012. Yeah. 2012. Right. Something it, like that, yeah. It even had the bleeming hashtag, Ethan. But oh, I, no. I got a question for uh, the group. It comes from, it's a, it's a, Jesus, a whole bunch here. Um, <laughs> well, we'll sort of do it. We're trying to quickly as we can. Uh, these are from Julene. Uh, first one is, do you guys blow it down? Which I think is a marijuana <laughs> reference. Uh, I would say the no. laws are very different in this country than they are in the United States. Mm. And even in Canada. Uh, even Canada before I left Canada. In which case, marijuana was decriminal. Well, not, it was criminal, but not that. It was kind of like a don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. Yeah. As long as you're not trying to deal, you're generally okay. Uh, now it's it's legal. It's not legal to deal, but it's legal to 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 have and possess and smoke. Um, laws aren't like that here. I mean, it, it is it is a class regulated drug over here. I mean, if I were if I were to be caught smoking marijuana, uh, I, that, that, there goes my teaching career. Yeah, just 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 full out. Yeah. So uh, it's it's considered much more serious here, and people can have their individual beliefs and in politics. And trust me, in Canada, this just gone you know last few years uh, to legalizing it in most jurisdictions. Uh, and I understand the logic behind that. It's not something that I partake in anyway, so I'm not really. So the follow up question was, "What's your favorite strain?" Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I don't have a Delta fa- variant. Choose Delta one of your choice because I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm whatever. a big anti-smoker. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, me too. I don't believe necessarily it's a gateway drug, but I do believe I've seen some people just waste all their waste all their time and money on it. If I'm being that, honest. If you think about our group of friends, we none of us smoke. No, and, no. We're, and, and we're all singers, so to speak. Yeah, and so. that wouldn't do. You know, smoke on your vocal cords isn't a great idea if you're trying to actually fine tone. Yeah. No, so the only mm. only iteration of it I would be ever be interested in would be the medicinal oil properties and CBD the, oil. the CBD, yeah, and the um, like pain relieving properties that, that can have. But other than that, no. next question: Do you have a favorite bar you chill at? I think I can safely say whatever's close to the rehearsal we just finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At one place it'll be a social club, another it'll be a chain uh, pub called yeah. Weatherspoons. But generally, what's nearby? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we can do that. Uh, Number three, what are your favorite sports? We talked about this a little bit last week. I mean, I think I'm, I'm Canadian, so I'm ice hockey. I like American football. Mm, motor racing. I like I like bikes and cars and stuff. Yeah, Georgia? I'm not really bothered by sports. Okay. We cricket. I think cricket and rugby, just because it's a New Zealand thing. I discovered I like rugby sevens. Oh yeah, that's mm. more fun. Less people, more room, more fun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Regular bo- rugby just strikes me as boring. Uh, Ellie. Um, I don't enjoy watching sports at all, but I do um, aerial fitness as uh, part of my, you know, hobbies. So I hang upside down for fun. Okay. Like a a vampire. I shall be joining you uh, doing this in October. October? Yeah. That's ages away. I know. (laughs) Three jobs. That's awesome. That's awesome, though. Because I was was talking to her today. Ethan, there's some specific ones towards you. I'll just forward you the the tweet and see if maybe you want to... Otherwise, it's going to sort of take the last 10 minutes just with Ethan-centric questions. Is this our uh, last cool. one, yeah? This, this is the last one, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think it's a... So we, I mean, uh, thank you so much for some, everybody, for some really... Uh, yeah. Excellent questions. Um, there's some good ones. I enjoy the food ones as, as per usual. <laughs> you know, that's a great. I do the food ones. The video game one was was, was kind of cool. Video game was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll put this in the, uh, with the mailbag away for a couple of months, and we'll come back and uh, and pa- unpack it again when uh, the, the post gives us something to sign for. 
Yeah. So <laughs> special delivery. Now because so, so next week month will be will be quiz month. We kind of do one on one off. So yeah. if you're interested in joining the quiz, I mean Danny's Danny's one two on the truck. Can anybody take him down? So it's our open invitation. We are putting the feelers out first and foremost. People who have have not had a chance yet. So if you are interested, first and foremost, get a hold of me, and then I'll get a hold of Danny and see when the schedule best works out. Probably a Saturday at some point. Oh. That probably seems to be the best for people, and we'll figure that out at that point. So, uh, Ethan, good job, buddy. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. Hey. So, do you want to go ahead and take, and take it home, buddy? Yeah. So, thank you so much for listening to our second mailbag. If you have a question, uh, use the hashtag AskBFE or hashtag BFE mailbag. Uh, where we'll answer it for, I guess, uh, September, October time. Uh, if you haven't caught our most recent stuff, we've just had our episode on Monty Python and the Holy Grail. We've also had last week's episode, which was the real roundtable on sports films. Check out Ian's episode on your next favorite movie podcast. Uh, next week, we've got Steel Magnolias. And uh, that's been this week. I've been Ethan. Thank you for listening. I've been Ian. I've been Liam. I've been Ellie. And I've been Georgia. And until next month, our mailbox is closed, but keep forwarding us our mail. We'll see you next week. That was good, buddy. That was very good. Thanks. That was excellent. (laughs) 